What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. Hope you guys are having a great start to your week, enjoying today, and uh, yeah, just hope everything's going well for everyone. Today we have a fun episode. Tim and I, as we've kind of discussed before, restructuring a little bit, trying some different ways with our episodes. So we just have a lot of fun conversation, talk about some real life things within that. uh, And then we end with our book talk, as always, getting down and nerdy with it. So I recap uh, my weekend. My brother turned 30. Shout out to him. Great time with great people. So had a blast doing that. And then talk about some gym happenings. Got some nasty people. Old man's strength is also real. And I know it's a little late to the party, but talk about Justin Bieber's new album, Changes. I have been converted. And then with Book Talk, I talk a little Aubrey Marcus and why drinking when you have a hangover helps. Tim, where do you take us today? Yeah, I start off my uh, section of the episode with uh, just some downers. I uh, <laughs> my maybe phone. you should have intro. Yeah, no, my uh, my phone. I didn't have a phone for a couple days, which sucked. But I also learned a couple very valuable lessons about body language and just re- reading your environment. Um, and then I talk about how the the stock trading app Robinhood screwed me over. So mm. that was an interesting. Uh, little topic there lesson learned uh but for my for my book talk i do talk about uh two things that you can do to make yourself happier i, I talk about the 80 20 principle book uh by richard Koch and just just some key insights that, that I, I took from that and how i've applied it to make myself just a happier person in general because uh, i think we all need to just step back and, and do a self-evaluation of are we spending time doing things we like whatever we talk about that so uh, a lot of stuff on this episode uh, that I know you guys are getting a lot of value from. Uh, without further ado, episode 117. I'm still tired from this weekend, man. Still, catch, still catching up. Since he did you did me dirty. Happy birthday to Ryan Slager. Happy birthday to the big man. Yeah, my brother turned 30 this past weekend. Whew. Still young. Love it. We had a we had a lot of people, man. People from Denver, like way west. I think one was from Seattle, maybe. I think so. Yeah, Chicago, Indy, Cincy, friends, dude. It was it was a happening time. Mm-hmm. So his girlfriend did a great job planning everything, and uh, so Friday I rolled in and we hung out with like just some of her work friends, and people got in partially Friday night, some Saturday. And then Saturday morning we had brunch, and that's when you saw like the first group of like friends, which I think he probably assumed would come. But then we did brunch, had a couple of drinks at a couple other spots, and then his girl had to go set up at Rheingeist, the brewery. So we we got some space uh, reserved, a couple tables there, had food, yeah, had uh, like some pork tacos and stuff. Oh, dude, it was dank. And then. So while she went to go set up, I went with some of our friends from Chicago with my brother. We went to their Airbnb and just kind of kept hanging, had some more drinks. And then we walked to the brewery and that's when we walked in with him. And that's when he saw like everybody, like the people that, you know, he definitely didn't see it coming of who was going to be there, which was cool. Like bro got a little emotional and like, that's really sweet. Cause like, dude, yeah. You're loved, man. And, like, yeah, 30's a big birthday, but 
people are here to celebrate you cuz mm-hmm. like, so it was super fun and like I was so thankful for all the people who traveled I was like guys just like thank you for being anyone I talked to that I knew had to travel I was like just thank you cuz like this is huge but but I had a little too much fun on Saturday night then we had a concert later that night who'd you see uh, this guy called Arm and Hammer he was a DJ I, I danced like a buffoon for two hours straight. Like, absolute debauchery. And acted a fool. It was awesome. Dude, I had a great time. Danced like my face time. off. Danced Good. my face off, dude. Yeah, and so... And I just drank water at this concert because I was like, dude, I'm golden. I don't need to drink anymore. And then after this weekend, I was like, that was fun. Also why I don't drink much anymore. For that reason. But it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's got some good people around him, man. It was... Good times, good peoples. We had brunch on Sunday, had a couple drinks at some spots, like outdoors. It was beautiful. So I was in a t-shirt, and I was like, yep, this is happening. Mm-hmm. And then like 5 o'clock rolls around. I was like, dude, I got to go. Like, I have to still drive home. So that was fun. Uh, did that. Yeah, so big happy birthday to him. Um, what'd you do this weekend, dude? Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a rough past couple of weeks for me. I've had two traumatic incidents happen. Last week, I didn't have a phone. Oh, that's right. For about two and a half days. Yeah, because I thought you just hated me and didn't want to text me back. Yeah, part of it's that (laughs) reason, but that gave me a good scapegoat. Nah, it's uh, it was a blessing and a curse because obviously, like, so just quick background. I don't know what was wrong with my phone, but for like a week straight, whenever I would be on three G or whenever Mm -hmm. I'd be off Wi Fi, like on the go or whatever, Mm -hmm. I I couldn't call anybody i couldn't text anybody it just said searching in the top left part of my iphone no reception at all so i could only communicate with people via text via email via like apps and wi-fi when i was on wi-fi Dang. i couldn't even call people on wi-fi uh so i called i ended up making an insurance claim and getting a new phone to come in but i had to like like for me to get the new phone i had to deactivate my previous one like i had to like got it yeah, so I pretty much didn't have a phone for like two and a half days, uh, which... I'm surprised for, they couldn't do that at the store. Like, anytime I've switched out for a new phone, they just, like, switch your cards. Yeah, but well, well I, there put, it is. I put in a damage claim so that I had to go through, like, not Verizon, but through my insurance company, uh, Assyrian, like, phone insurance, and they sent me the new phone. Interesting. And, yeah, so blessing and a curse, because obviously I couldn't communicate with a lot of people, except, like, through email and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Like, through the whole process, it, like, since I didn't have a phone, like, whenever I was, like, waiting in public or, like, waiting in line or just do it, like, out in public, it made me <laughs> more cognizant of just my surroundings. Okay. I know that sounds obvious, but, like, it actually legit forced me to, like, study other people and, like... Yeah. It, I, Look I at everyone that, else on their phones. Yeah. Well, I, I made a game at it. Like, I was literally, like, I was literally watching other people's conversations and, and reading yeah. like, hey, is this conversation going well? Is it not going well? Any breakups? <laughs> you can just tell like when, pe- when, when people like furrow their eyebrows and like have their arm crossed, that, that combination, you know like they're talking about something that is frustrating them or yeah. whatever. And I feel like if you take time to like even like do that more and like study patterns and conversation, it'll help you in your own con- like right. conversations. You like learn. Study. Yeah. yeah. So it, I, I looked at it as a positive and it really made me just study everything around me. So probably nice to have a phone again though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It, it, it really, like once you, you don't realize how valuable it is until it's gone or mm-hmm. taken away from you. So I really just, I just that I very thankful for communication. Yeah. I wasn't sure who was DMing me on Twitter. And I was like, cause you DM'd me on Twitter. 
Did it did it DM you from because I did it from the computer? Did it DM you from my personal account or from off the dome? I think it was off the dome. So off the dome to my personal. And you didn't realize it was me? Well, so I just saw like Twitter DMs at first and when I first saw it, I forget, it might have been at work, and I saw like that I was getting DMs via Twitter. I was like, who is DMing me on Twitter? Like this shit never yeah, happens. You can't DM on Instagram on the computer. You can only do it on I should have just emailed right. you, I guess. And, but and that then, was like the first thing then I Then I read it and I was like, Oh, dude, this makes so much sense. Yeah. Resourceful. But I was like, Twitter DMs? Who is hitting me up? Like, what what fake chick is asking for sex? You know? Yeah. <laughs> there's so many there's so many sex bots out there. Dude, it's Everywhere. ridiculous. Instagram, I'll get like Included in these uh, random, like huge, like group mm-hmm. DM, like these massive things, and it's like someone with zero followers, zero following, and just like, oh hey, text me here, and it's like some BS link to who God knows who, where mm-hmm. or what, where, you know, yeah. So I'm like, what? Probably all the porn stars I follow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Joke, mom. Um, but yeah, if you go to like a if you go to a post on like some big account that has mm-hmm. millions of followers, mm-hmm. if you if you look at the if it if they just posted something, it's within like the first couple minutes of the post being live, and you go to the comments, the first a hundred are these bots that yeah, just stupid. And I think we got I think we got a DM on off the dome recently, where it was like someone selling followers, like twenty nine bucks for a thousand followers, and I'm like. No, like yeah. shove it. Well, like that's like when I'll, I'll see someone. So that one clothing line, I forget the name of it because it wasn't worth remembering. That tried to have me be one of their reps, right? And mm-hmm. then they had like 60, 70, 80,000 followers. And they were hardly hitting like 200 likes on their posts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you following buying bastards. Well, yeah, because you have all these services out there like that. Mm-hmm. Where like, if you're going to like grind and try to build your following then like actually go and like comment yourself on other things right but those services they 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 have algorithms to they get notifications when someone posts and then the algorithm makes them put like an auto-generated comment on these posts i think that's how it works on the back end of stuff sounds good enough for me but it's just like ugh. yeah it's it's weird it's frustrating but everyone's always trying to make a quick buck it's gonna happen yeah. gonna keep happening it won't stop but yeah Dude, I uh, so old man strength is a thing, and I've heard people talk about it. Like on Mind Pump, they'll talk about old man strength. I witnessed it firsthand. So I was at the gym last week, and there's this dude I've seen, uh, pr- like quite a bit older guy, not like a yoked older dude, right? And he'll like walk around talking to himself, whatever, kind of strange. But hey, teach their own. Always has his Trump Pence shirt on, which I think is hysterical. They get like, the gym. Yeah. Just has- yes. Every time. Nice. And so, so, just off the bat, this is just, it's funny. You look at him and you don't think he, he's going to pull this weight. Dude loaded up 315 on the bar to deadlift, has a big leather belt. And I'm doing my thing and I look over and I'm just like, no way this man is going to try to pull this without his spine popping through his back. Like, dude's going to break in half. Dude pulled 315. Looking at him, you would never think there's a chance. Mm-hmm. Not 1% chance. Pulled it, struggled at the top a little bit, but got a full one. And I was like, dude, old man strength is is legit. It's for real. And then after I went in the sauna, 
not not same guy, different guy, shaving his head with like his like you know cheap plastic razor, like your gym razor. He would shave and then smack it on his thigh, like to clear <laughs> it. Shave, smack it on his thigh. So first off, dude, it's nasty. Like shave at the sink. That's what those are for. Sauna. Let me meditate. I don't want to hear your razor clapping on your thigh, dude. And then he started clapping it to the beat of whatever he was listening to. He had his headphones in. He just started clapping it, like smacking his thigh to to whatever rhythm. I was about to lose my mind. And then finally he left, and I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, I don't know what's wrong with some people, but a little social respect. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like when people are on the phone in the sauna. Like, dude, do that outside. Mm-hmm. Like... But anyway, I digress. How's your uh, how's your meditation going? Not as well as it should be. Why and, is that? Um, I've just been neglecting, and I know I have been. Yeah. And I know, like, I got some things going on where I need to meditate on, where I need to really, like, do it right before bed. So I think I'll, I'll try to hone in on that this week. Um, sometimes I'll do it, like, in the sauna. Like, that's where I'll do some. Yeah. If I can. And, uh, but yeah, this week I need to get back on. It's been bad, dude. I've been lacking on writing, meditating. I've just been not good on my, my usuals lately. And like, I don't want to blame it on just stuff that's frustrating in in life and things, but I I know I've let that block my, my good habits, Mm -hmm. but I see that, but I still let it happen. Yeah. So I need to hone back in, refocus a little bit, regroup, make the conscious effort to add it to an already existing habit like we've talked about. So if something's like in the oven, okay, let me go journal or, or whatever it may be. So I need to uh, just be better on that. So it's could be a lot better Yeah. in all honesty. Yeah. I've developed a, believe it or not, a pet peeve with meditation. Ooh, okay. Because like one, like... For me, the goal of meditation is to, like, not have any interruptions or anything. But mm-hmm. I'll be like med- meditating, and I'll think of an idea, in like within my meditation session, and I want to write it down right away. Mm-hmm. But I can't break the meditation because if I stop to write, then my meditation's broken. Mm-hmm. But there have been times where I've had like little mini thoughts because you have like your your big thoughts and you have your your like your sub thoughts. Right. I've had a couple sub thoughts that I've actually lost. And forgot about by the end of the meditation session to write it down. And it's one of those like it's counterintuitive because I want to write it down, but I also can't. But you don't want to. I don't want to break. The you meditation. don't want to like open your eyes, no. have light. Okay. Well, oh, what if you did this? What if? Does that happen pretty frequently? Uh, one, not every time, but once in a while. Like it happened this week, where or last week, where I I forgot it. Hmm. Would you ever consider like? Before you really get in your meditation zone, would it bother you if you put on your um, your voice memos on your phone and just set your oh. phone next to you? So if something comes, like, would it That's an uh, be, would it be idea. as distracting if you voiced it? No. If you like had an idea, like, you know, whether it's business or work or just, oh hey, this would be a sweet thing to try. Like if you just kind of voiced it, just yeah. like softly out loud, then you can go back and like, would that distract you too much? No. Because okay. I, I I appreciate you want to keep your your zone your zen right yeah because the biggest thing I don't want to break the me being in the space because if, if I like reiterate it it'll it won't I don't think it'll break it because you just have to say it once yeah maybe try that yeah because yeah I understand once you start writing it 
then you're going to be thinking just about that Mm -hmm. where you'll dive deeper into that thought. So if you have like all your sub thoughts, just, Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, this kind of post for the podcast and this is the content. Yeah. Yeah. Exit thought. Enter new thought stage, right? Yeah. One thing I'm going to make this for dinner. It's amazing. Like, yeah. Like most of them I remember, but it's just, just annoying. Chocolate covered bacon. I've, uh, I've made a breakthrough. Like one good idea I got last week for meditation is, you know how for our our Instagram mm. <clears throat> we have like like templates that we use. Yeah. Like one for blog, one for episode. Don't give it away. I just went on a crazy like meditation station where I thought of all these different templates I could use for my own work from like oh. an, like an apartment management yeah, standpoint, yeah. social media, and I I came up with the idea to like create like a template for like all of our properties that they can just jump in and use. Like Canva, you can like create teams in there. Hmm. So I'm gonna create a universal login for people to like log into Canva and access these different templates for each property. Oh, and like sit- a work login? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like where if someone wants to post about this type of thing, there's a template for it. Made, oh, dude, made, that's brilliant. made specifically for their property. Like there's a folder for each property. That's awesome. Maybe I should cut this out. I don't want to give this away. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, that came through med- that came through meditation. Something that's obvious that could have just been thought of, but like when you took the time to just breathe and think about it, it's good. Like, I think we'll obviously still put it out, but one, if it's anyone from the company who comes up with, up with that idea after you, and no one knows, like, and you know, like that was my idea first. You <laughs> well, can go I, back I, to this. I'm concerned what, about my competitors. You can go back to this, the date it was published, uh, but they don't know what types of templates you have. Right. And it's like, now the challenge is, all right, you guys do it better than me. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. So, and I don't think they'll do it better than you, Tim. No. Well, I'm not concerned about someone from my company thinking about it. I'm I'm concerned about our competitors doing it because I'm the only That's what I'm saying. I don't think they'll do it better than you. No, I don't think they will. No. Try, guys. Go Go ahead and try. Canva.com. What, what? Canva's the dude. Dude, I love Canva. The The more I play with it, I'm... You were so right because you told me once I dig a little deeper and I start really playing yeah, around. It's not rocket science. No, but it's just like, what else can I create? Yeah, here? like if you like if you invest time into doing it, like it becomes so much more fun. Yeah. There's just there's something pleasing. There's something chem- chemically that happens in the brain when you look at like a design, whether it's in nature or like a graphic design. Yeah. It just makes you happier. I don't yeah. know if it does that for you, but it does it for me. It does because... And this might be like creating something really cool and engaging, Mm -hmm. but we also put things in there that are helpful, Mm -hmm. but it's like building something, right? So when I was in construction, building like even a wall was satisfying. Mm -hmm. Did that with your own hands. We created something like with an idea, with your creative abilities, by your hands still. Like we used tech, but creating something that people enjoy and is aesthetically pleasing, it's just yeah, you get that satisfaction of like, like in Coach Carter, when like, oh, Coach, your shoes untied, sir. Oh, thank you, Mister Worm. Oh, look at that bow. Shoot, I tied that shit. I tied that. Uh, so it's like that. It's like, man, I created this. Like, even though you used a template, we tweak them all the time. Yeah, and just like, like, like dragging like the shapes and stuff. Like not only the mm-hmm. content, but like just like creating the shape because I think. Our brains love like predictability, and when things like like they love patterns too. So when things just like align, it just makes me like yeah. 
it, that's weird, but it, I like doing text in a shape too, as yeah. long as it's big enough and legible. Mm-hmm. Text in a shape that's like in a corner, mm-hmm. a little different shade than the bigger piece. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, and I find myself like when I'm scrolling through Instagram, like pick, like when when I see a post, like pick like pick picking the small things about it that I would yes. make it better. Like oh, they they could have done this better there. Yes. Like even like like. Yeah, it's just crazy. Just the things like I notice now on Instagram after like creating stuff. Like, hey, hey, Canva, we don't have a sponsor yet. You want to be the first one? Let's <laughs> hey, set Canva, some records here. Canva's in my top three Snapchat best friends oh. right now. Yeah, come on, Canva. <laughs> Off the dome radio, baby. Let's get it for real though. Um, I saw. Speaking of our our posts, I saw our boy Andrew Gummer. Put, oh, really? uh, commented on the Jordan Peterson video about the importance of having a meaningful life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that video, Jordan Peterson was saying how, like, an ethical life is the answer to a lot of things because you automatically take responsibility mm-hmm. as well. But he goes, that's half of the, the importance of having a meaningful life because then there's not much else. You don't have much of a reason to be maybe as ethical or as responsible if you don't have a lot of meaning to what you're doing. And it was just, that man is so brilliant, but he'll take a simple idea and go six layers deep to where it's like, oh, dude, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And so he commented on that one. Like, he loves Jordan Peterson. It's like, oh, what's up, dude? Jordan Peterson's the man. Yeah. He really is. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I texted Andrew a few weeks back, and I was like, dude, your episode is still, like, top dog. Like, it's yeah. still still crushing. Most downloads. And uh, I started putting on Ink Master while I cook. Bad idea. Because every day it's like, oh, I'm going to text Andrew. No, no, put the phone down. Because <laughs> I just want to book another appointment. But yeah. I'm like, dude, I got this idea. But I will say it has helped me get like good ideas of what I really want, how I want it. It's not that I'm like an expert because I watch freaking Eek Master. Mm-hmm. But maybe I can communicate better to my artists and like, hey, this is kind of what I'm looking for. Or I want this sharper on these edges where I know I have a better idea because you see a lot of good tattoos, but then you see a lot of rushed, like bad stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, I'm still gonna, still gonna always periodically check in, Tim. When I'm gonna take you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, go- I'm going in April. I I don't think I'll be ready by then. I'm going back in December. Because now I'm to the point where I don't even know where I would get the tattoo. Fair. In addition to what I would get, maybe I should meditate about it. If if we get like super like Joe Rogan huge on the podcast, old school Mike's tattooed on the front of our throats. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I wonder if <laughs> I wonder if anybody has that. If if I were like a famous singer, like not that I'm gonna do a throat tat ever, but if I were a super famous singer, I'd probably think about something like that. Mm. Like a Steven Tyler famous, you know, where you don't have to worry about another job, right? But how wild would that be? Like Joe Rogan just gets a throat tat, old school mic on his throat. <laughs> oh, that would hurt so bad. Um, yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I got vacation this week, Thursday. Leaving for Colorado, guys trip. My brother, my dad, and I mm-hmm. do a little snowboarding. Nice. Gonna, gonna hit Vail, Breck, and Beaver Creek. Oh, yeah, I've been to Beaver Creek. Yeah, free cookies at 3 p.m. Wait, what? Yeah, freshly. Oh, you missed the cookies, bro. Oh. Where? What? Every afternoon, I think it's three, two or three. There's at the base of the mountain. So we were getting ready to, we went all the way down. We were getting ready to go back up. We were about to get in a gondola, and this chef, she comes running out with a silver platter, like straight out the movies. She goes, guys, hold on. I just pulled these chocolate chip cookies out of the oven. I wanted to get you before you got on the gondola. 
And I was like, one, is this real life? And two, do I belong here right now? But I'll take your cookies. Thank you, miss. And oh, yeah, dude, epic. Beautiful mountain there. And I'm like, dude, I could move out there tomorrow and not bat an eye. Like, I love that place. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy you get to go out there. And I'm sure it'll be not like you work long hours. So I'm sure it'll yeah. be good for you to, to kind of de stress a little bit. Need a vacation, bro. Your find, boy needs some, some break. Yeah. Find, find some good good uh, time you can focus on just yourself for a little bit and spending time with your, with your loved ones. Yeah, good. yeah, for sure. I was like, Ma, you didn't want to go? She goes, no, I want you guys to have a guide trip because she wouldn't ski, but like she would still have fun like doing her coaching work in the village, mm -hmm. having nice coffee or, or whatnot. But I was like, respect. Speaking of her, we got we to gotta re-plug her episode. Oh, we should. We sure. should. Yeah, that was a fun one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I enjoy that. She had a good story too, man, because like how she kind of got edged out at the very end, but it was like the push she didn't know she was going to have yet, mm -hmm. but kind of needed it, like little boot, like, hey, time to go. Yeah. Uh, universe, man, funny how it all works out. Mm -hmm. But uh, last thing, I uh, listened to Justin Bieber's new album, Changes. Okay. Came out, came out Valentine's Day. I never thought I'd say this, Tim, but I'm a believer. <laughs> I think the back half is better than the front half. Front half is still good, but I think the back half is like ETA down, if you're looking at it like on Spotify, is he just has beautiful sounds, mm -hmm. like from voice to, to instrument. Like it's really incredible. Mm -hmm. And you can tell, because I was never a big fan when he was younger. It's like, you know, 11, 12-year-old him isn't going to resonate with love with like 14 to 15-year-old me. Yeah. Right? But he sings like he's seen some life, which he has. And then I watched, so I watched his YouTube uh, docu series, and he like had an episode where he talked about his addiction, his DUI, and he said, "Look, I wasn't ready to just take ownership." And now he's sober. He does all all good things for for himself. He's fighting Lyme disease too, mm. which is really really out there. So. I thought to myself, you know, what? good good album. I need to check this out, and I listened all the way through. And, Dude, I was impressed, man. Dude's got pipes. He's got talent. Like, if he did a straight-up acoustic album, I think that would be some of his best work. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Well, I have not listened to it, but... It's good. I think what he's doing is a pretty important lesson just in the, the rap industry in general. Uh, J. Cole is a prime example of this. He, he actually... J. Cole has a song called 1985. It's on the KOD mm -hmm. album. And he I like J. Cole, too. Yeah, and he talks about how a lot of rappers who don't make it in the long term, the ones that kind of face in and out, they, they just rap with the trends. They don't mm. actually rap about like their own life and like actual feelings that they're going through. And that's why J. Cole's kind of made it this far, because he, he doesn't rap with the trends. And um, he, he actually raps about himself, because he was going at someone else who attacked him who did ride the trends, and kind of predicted it perfectly but justin bieber is obviously he's he's molding his music to like his life it yeah. sounds like which i think will be good for his career that's a, it continues to do that that's a great point because because if you go with the trends like you're gonna only be attracting like a like a very niche group of people mm -hmm. and like those people that listen to your music when they like grow up and mature they're gonna stop listening to a mu music that was trendy that's a great point so sounds yeah. like so I guess it would be easy for someone to rap about politics 
Yeah. Or anything politically grat or like whatever. Sex, drugs, money. Like Yeah. But if you put like a story behind it, like Yeah. Those are the people that really that really evolve. Oh dude, that's so out trends. Yeah, that's so true. <sighs> J. Cole, he's a smart smart mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. But didn't he didn't he graduate from like some Ivy League? Am I, I making that up? I thought he graduated from sure. some like pretty prestigious school. But I have no idea. That's a check. I know there's a handful of of artists that have graduated from like high end schools. Mm-hmm. I just I I don't want to make that up. Good at that. St. John's University, which is a pretty good that's school. It's pretty good school. Yeah. 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 Dang. See, and that's and maybe that helps like his his perspective of writing in a smart fashion. Mm-hmm. Where he's seen different things. He's got a different different type of uh, education to where he knows how to tweak like that and mm-hmm. what to avoid in terms of he sees the market in a different way. Yeah. God, love J. Cole, man. Mm-hmm. Love J. Cole. All right, dude, you got anything else going on? Anything else new in the life of Tim? Uh, just the fact that the Robin Hood stock app. Oh, yeah, your other traumatic experience. Yeah, yeah today's Monday. Um, and the stock market had its highest percentage increase in one day in all of history. It went up 1,300 points. That's crazy. Um, and last week, I, I use an app called Robinhood. For those people that don't know, it's an app where you can invest in stocks from your phone, commission-free, so you don't have to worry about extra costs to invest in stocks. Uh, and last week, I kind of pulled out of all my stocks because the market was going down the entire last week. Uh, and I was going to wait for an opportunity, like when it jumps back up to put the money back in. And today, as it was going up in the morning, I went to put my money back in and the app had crashed. There was a system outage and it was down the whole day. It's still down right now. So, no, so I wasn't able to put my money back into the things that increased today. Dang. And same thing happened to a lot of people. Because at first I thought it was just me, but then I looked on Twitter and everyone's like attacking the Robin Hood. <laughs> like I kind of, are you going to reimburse us? Are you going to give us? Yeah, like that stuff. And I look and Robin Hood, they're going to, they just screwed all of us. Because if you look at their terms and conditions, it says in their terms and conditions, we cannot be held liable for like technical issues, outages. So I don't expect any uh, any type they of. They knew, dude. Yeah. They so, saw it. So it's not like I lost money because stocks went down but i lost money because i couldn't capitalize on the stocks going up because it wasn't in anything and i couldn't so yeah tough day so not to throw salt on the wound did you look at any of the stocks you got out of last week because they went down did any of those shoot up they all like that most of them did Uh, so if you just would have held on to yeah because like usually when the market goes up by 1300 points most stocks will be doing well maybe a very handful will will be going down still but yeah, that's why I was pissed because like oh, all all my stocks dude. went up. But dude, it's it's okay though. Like every, the, everything's still trading at a discount right now. As soon as yeah, so we'll see. Robin Hood. Robin Hood, man, stealing from everyone, but not it's, just the rich. It's, it's, the thing is, like most days, <laughs> if the app crashed and I couldn't get access to it, it's like whatever because I, I, it's not like I'm like an active investor and like take money in and out every day. Yeah. Like, but the fact that it happened today, yeah, of all days. The highest now, jump in history. If it happens again after another really big jump, then there's some investigation. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, wow. <laughs> Dang, dude. I like could, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, of all days. Of all days. 
out of all 366 days of this leap year, it happens the day it goes up 1,300 points. Yeah, I just don't understand. Robin Hood, you need some new tech guys. And the fact that it was at the whole day, like usually these things last like a couple hours maybe, but the whole day. <laughs> Couldn't even get it at all. Whatever. It's almost oh, the market's it's laughable. The market's point. closed? Guys, let's fire her back up. Come on. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was like. You guys are really going to. So we'll see. We'll see. Dang, dude. We'll see when it comes oh, back Oh, man. Up. Could always be worse, though. Right, right. Could have yeah. been worse. Yeah. All right, you want to get in a little, little book talk? Get, sure. Get down and nerdy with it? Mm-hmm. So after, since my weekend, I, I consumed a few extra libates than, than normal. Mm-hmm. I was reading about, so we've all kind of, well, I'm not going to assume, but I think most of us have heard, if you're experiencing a hangover, Hair, hair of the dog that bit you, right? So have, have a cocktail to help fix your hangover. Bloody Marys, mimosas, why people do that stuff. And so I was interested, what, what is it about that? Because it seems to, not every time, but a lot of times, it does help. And so I was reading partially in Own the Day on Your Life, and I know I'm still in that book. Dude, it's bad. I told you my good habits have been suffering lately. You're going to take that book to your grave with you. I might. <laughs> I might. Or it's I'll okay. just There's... call Aubrey Marcus. Yo, how does it end? Bro, I not... can't do this. Bro, you're not in school anymore. You don't got any deadlines to read a chapter by. I know, but I have other books that I really want to get into. Yeah. And I know I can't do it until this is done. Yeah, I get it. And regardless of how thick the book is, it just needs to get done. Yeah. But so I was reading that alcoholic beverages contain uh, traces of chemicals that are called congeners. I hope I'm saying that right. Congeners which uh, they form during like the fermentation process. And a very common one is methanol. And your body can convert that into other toxic chemicals and acids, which increase your hangover symptoms. So alcohol and methanol are broken down by the same mechanism. So since that's the case, adding more alcohol will help excrete the methanol and reduce your hangover symptoms. And so I was like, First, it sounds backwards, and I'm not a scientist, but that makes somewhat sense. And then another one that makes us feel terrible is acetaldehyde, but that's converted or countered with glutathione and something called melibendum, and which is depleted by booze, and that melibendum is what also drives our cravings. It's so like when you want things like legumes, like or nachos, like that salty stuff, that that not-so-good-for-you food, uh, that's why we want that. So Aubrey Marcus recommended supplementing with glutathione and molybendum the night before and after your drinking. But, again, I'm no scientist, but this kind of made sense to me to where it's I don't know exactly all the ins and outs of the actual chemicals, but where there is some truth to having a drink to cure your hangover. And so... I had a couple of drinks on Sunday. Yeah, because it's one of those things where you'll wake up the next day and you're just like, oh, I'm hungover. Like, alcohol is the last thing I want. Sounds miserable. But if something easy but like a mimosa. It, I've done it before where I've, I've kept on drinking because when I lived in New Jersey, I, I would go to Penn State sometimes and I'd hang out with people mm. that drank a lot more than I did. And they would be like, come on, Tim, rally. It's, it's Saturday. It's game day. I was like, oh, I don't want to. But as I yeah. drank, I was like, oh, I suddenly feel better again. Yeah. And that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. So I had, uh, what I have? 
an actual brunch I could not drink. And then someone gave me a sip of their like rosé mimosa. I was like, oh, this is kind of fruity and delicious. Mm-hmm. This is pretty smooth. So I had a few sips of that, and that even just kind of helped me get back. Then I was like, okay, I need something light, easy to put back, but can give me some energy too because um, I didn't want to like get super tired. So I had a Red Bull and Tito's, and that was – I let the ice melt for a little while. That was all right. I felt pretty darn good after that. I was like, okay, I need to check this out. Mm-hmm. What's the reasoning here? So it made sense that there are chemicals that alcohol has that our body breaks down into other toxic things. But then adding more can replace some of the good, help excrete extra of the bad. So, yeah, there's a little truth to having a drink if you're feeling wow. under the weather. Yeah. Wow. So, you know what? Have that mimosa. I hate Bloody Marys, but have that Bloody Mary. I still can't believe you hate Bloody Marys. Okay, so one, I hate tomato juice. And I have talked to enough people where, oh, you haven't had a good Bloody Mary. I have had everyone and their mother's good Bloody Mary. Red ones, green ones, really good ones, not so really good ones. What's the best one you've had? Might have been in Cincinnati. Mm. And that's where people at the table are like, yeah, that's a pretty good Bloody Mary. Not in my taste buds. Nope. No, sir. I just, I, I, it's got to be just the tomato juice thing, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you see some of these with a burger on top. I, can I just get the burger? <laughs> you know, you get damn near a whole meal with your Bloody Marys, but I just, I have tried. I have really put some effort into this thing, and I can't do it. I had little Baileys in my coffee, too, at brunch. Me and this other guy, we were having coffee. Like, man, what do we need? I'm like, man, a shot of Bailey's would kind of be dope in this coffee. He turns around to our waitress. Can we get two shots of Bailey's, please? I was like, oh, we're really going to do this thing. So that was nice. Nice little little mix-a-roo. Yeah. Have I told you about my little brother and Bailey's story? I don't think so. Uh, We were at like a family gathering Easter. This dude was like 12 or 13 years old. Mm Mm-hmm. And we had a bottle of Bailey's next to the ice cream machine. We had an ice cream machine that we'd always have, and people would put Bailey's in there, uh, their ice cream. And my brother thought that it was chocolate milk. So he, like, poured it out into a cup and, like, drank it and, like, didn't realize that it was... Did he get drunk at all? Yeah. <laughs> well, when, when you say drunk, like, his, his face just got really red, and he got, like, really tired. That's what oh, okay. I didn't so, know yeah. if he just got, like, a little extra happy. Yeah, like that. It's like, like, hey man, like he, he definitely cool? wasn't himself. But yeah, like, that's just funny. Tim, this chocolate milk tastes different. Yeah, that's what he said. That's awesome. Yeah, because Bailey's is good. It is. Like it's it's dangerously mm-hmm. good. But so yeah, little update on on alcohol. Good. So yeah, have that have that day after beverage. Mm-hmm. Nice little bevy to set you straight. Or you can supplement with all that other stuff: glutathione, molybdenum, or just have your bloody. <laughs> I love bloodies. Should put some cheese in there. God, dude, I and I can't eat cheese either. Man, you're just killing me. Goat cheese. I yeah, I could hey, do that. Maybe that could be the missing ingredient. Though. I have an addiction <laughs> to goat. I have an addiction. Okay, what you got for book talk? Yeah, the eighty twenty principle by uh, Richard Koch. Uh, how I mean, eighty twenty. If you don't know what it is, like eighty eighty percent of your positive results come from from 20% of your activities. Mm-hmm. So a very small set of causes 
produce your greatest results is pretty much what it's saying. Um, and he talks about two ways to be happier. There are two things he talks about. He says, identify the times you're the, hap the happiest and expand them as much as possible. And then identify the times when you're least happy and reduce them as much as possible. So one thing that I thought about is just our pockets of peace. I thought about it immediately. Mm, you're non-negotiables. Yeah. Non um, how you need to take care of yourself before you take care of other people. And, and Stephen Covey's book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he says you must master yourself in the lens of the world before you can go out and influence people and, and make changes. So I think it's good to be selfless, good to take care of other people, but if you're like not as happy as what you think you could be, ask yourself, why aren't you happy? List You should list out all the habits that make you happy and all the habits that tend to make you unhappy, like whether you're complaining about something, whether you're worrying about something, and identify how much time you spend on each thing. And really... I think putting that on the visual paper really helps you like make you happier. Cause that's something that I've done in my life is every day I'm either going to shoot basketball or go hit golf balls or work out. I'm going to do one of those things right. no, no matter what happens to me that day. I mean, it, even if I don't have as productive of a day at work and I have a lot of stuff I got to do, like I'm going to do one of those three things. I'm going to, and I feel like no matter what, like that, I mean, I feel like I'm just a lot more happier because I'm always make time for those things. Because sure. it's easy, to, like, we have so many things going on in our life, and it, it, in the in the time, it just seems like ev like everything's important to you, and like just the small things, like turning in that paper tonight or getting doing that extra homework. Like, I just feel like a, a lot of our unhappiness stems from it's okay to just take a step back and realize, like, hey, like, 30 years from now, are you going to be more happy that you went and did something that made made you happy and like took care of yourself or are you going to be because i just feel like yeah yeah and you know we get wrapped up in all the noise mm -hmm. very easy but that's not a selfish thing to do what you want to do for you yeah so it's like oh i have to do this for work i have to do this yeah but you, like are you going to be better at that when you're in a happy place or when you're pissed off about doing mm -hmm. it like what's it going to produce what kind of results yeah. is that it's a lifelong process too. It's not like you can just do that for a week or like do that for one day. Like you need to consistently do that every day. Yeah. And keep at it and real and really just take a step back and notice how your demeanor changes. And you things. you might form different pockets of peace as mm -hmm. your life progresses. Yeah. You might try something new and like, oh whoa, that was pretty rad. I'm mm -hmm. gonna add that to my my routine. Maybe if it, you already have a bunch of things, maybe once a week. Maybe that's a few times a month or whatever. But you know, it's, it's necessary mm -hmm. to your point. You're going to hit a ball. You're going to shoot one. You're going to yeah. work out like, yeah, I need to work out. I need to, sometimes I just need to play guitar or, it, or do something that doesn't require you to be looking at your phone mm -hmm. or like something that makes you put your phone away, mm -hmm. whatever that may be. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I can get distracting at the gym too. Yeah. That's why like most of the time, if someone hits me up on my phone and I'm at the gym, They'll get me when I'm done. Yeah. Like, leave me be. Yeah. Unless it's something really important, it can wait. Mm -hmm. like no one, is someone dying? No. All right. We'll talk later. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I need to add a, a few more. Like I said, my good habits been struggling, but I need to get some more pockets of peace. Mm -hmm. Like, the writing and reading is good, but, like, oh, man, I haven't been to yoga in too long. It's been a while. Sometimes I'll do my own flows at home. But that's, I always liked yoga. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just late. 
eight to nine during the week is late, man. Yeah. Home at nine thirty. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna start hot yoga soon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait to hear how that goes. And I think before that happens, we might have someone from Hot Yoga on this podcast. Oh, foreshadowing. Hmm, foreshadowing. Hell yeah. May or may not already be in communication with Secret Time. Secret Time. (laughs) (laughs) Pull a Burt Kreischer. That's an amazing comedian, Burt Kreischer. Went to that show the other week. Woo. Beautiful. Yeah. Netflix special out St. Patrick's Day. Mm. God, I should get plugs for all these people. Just give us commish. No, I like the 80-20 rule. Same thing, you've heard that with someone with clients. Maybe they're in sales or whatever. 80% of what they're producing is coming from 20%. So maybe it's their bigger clients and they're producing a lot. So I like that rule because when you focus on that, then yeah, you'll get a lot more results. Mm -hmm. So that's a good one, dude. That's... And I've heard that Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is also pretty pretty bomb.com. Mm-hmm. I need to get on that. Yeah. See, man, I got too many, too long of a book list to be in this same book for this long. Yeah. Oh, man. Holy mackerel. All right. I got some reading to do tonight. Yep. Got a lot of reading to do. I better take a speed reading course. Tim, <laughs> anything else on today's episode? I'm good for today. All right. What kind of Tuesday do you want people to have? Uh, tantalizing. Oh. That's Stole com- that one from you. It's a, a common one. Tantalizing. That's a common one. But regardless, have a tantalizing Tuesday. Oh, and go check out Off the Dome Radio on iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and review, please. It really helps us. Maybe a little likey-like, a little sherry-share, a little subscribe-scribe on your Instagram. Hey, we'll send you a free laptop sticker if you do on us. No paying for shipping either. We're not those scam artists. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging with us. Have a great Tuesday. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll talk to you soon.